Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome to another bonus episode of Five Out. When you say Five Out, what do you mean by that? One thing Matt and I have talked about quite a bit in the course of all sports coming to a screeching halt is how the college athletes have been hit, maybe the hardest of any athletes in the course of this. From a basketball standpoint, the NCAA tournament was canceled, no men's, no women's. So I wanted to talk to a couple of athletes about the experiences that they've gone through. We have a sophomore and a senior, a men's player, a women's player. First, Talked to Veronica Burton of Newton. She went to Newton South. She's at Northwestern University right now. She was a sophomore, was this year's Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year. Second team all Big Ten, led the conference in steals, and Northwestern finished atop the Big Ten Conference this year. And you might be familiar with her dad's work, Steve Burton of WBZ. Then I talked to Barricka native Josh Bradanisi, who goes to Jefferson University in Pennsylvania. Their first game of the Division II tournament was scheduled for the 14th of March, which was three days after their Gobert incident in OKC. He was second team all-conference in the Central Atlantic Collegiate Conference. He was a senior, too, so this is his last chance. I appreciate them both taking the time to talk about this. I know they're both trying to deal with their own situation, and then just in general, this is not an easy subject to kind of relive for any young athlete. If you haven't already, you can leave a rating or review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or on Radio.com, WEI.com, 
you haven't already, you can leave a rating review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. We're on Google Play, Radio.com, WEI.com. And you can also find us on Twitter or Instagram at 5OutPod. And let's get it going. Look, I'm just trying to be all right with it, yeah. I'm just trying to be all right with it, yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just trying to spend the night with it, yeah. I just want to be all right with it, yeah. So when I sent you an email to uh, start the Zoom conference, I realized that 2022 is your year of graduation, right? Yeah. Oh, so I w- I had I had a you know a u.northwestern.edu email too, and you know I mine's 2014. So I was looking at okay. it. Oh man, it's, <laughs> she's graduating eight years after me. I'm starting to feel I'm starting to feel old with all this stuff. Um, no, not at all. Oh, you're too nice. But the, and then this year, it feels like, I mean, this last month has felt like, what, like six months? I mean, the last three yeah. weeks? No, it's been three weeks since you played your last game, right? Or more? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm not sure the exact date, but at least three weeks. What's quarantine life like? You're, you're, you're back in Massachusetts and everything right now. How's the online school and everything? Yeah, we actually haven't started online school yet. So they gave us yeah, so because we're on the quarter system, so we had spring break last week, and then they extended spring break an extra week for us. So we uh, start this upcoming Monday. So yeah. But, oh, that's right. I forgot you guys have the trimesters and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you're in your second year now, though, so you're used to that. Yeah, I am. You get used okay. to it. Because Newton was yeah. Newton but, South and everything. That's all. That's normal semesters and stuff. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. I I never I don't know I just always thought it was weird because you spread you was it you start later than everybody else but you also get out later than yeah. everyone else. Yeah. You start well, much later than everyone else, and then you also get out much later. So, but they uh, also extended spring break a little bit, so it's even weirder kind of right now. Well, you're not gonna have Dillo Day this year. The least they can do is make I sure know. that you guys have spring break. <laughs> that's right? true. Yeah, that's good. I how I mean, did you stay in Evanston after you got the news for a little bit, or did you go home? Yeah. Like, so it was kind of, we found out in a meeting, um, we found, we were supposed to practice actually, we found out in a meeting that just kind of everything, they were calling it all off. So I probably went home a week after the meeting or so, like five days-ish. Um, some of my teammates went home like immediately, but um, I went home probably a week after. It was really many people went home in that kind of okay. time frame. And was it, yeah. I mean, you had, so you had to do a commercial flight and everything flying out of, let me guess, you fly out of O'Hare because that's where all your teammates probably say, yeah, I'll pick you up. See, I never, I always did Midway. Everybody always used really? to complain about that. Well, it's Southwest. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. But I mean, my Midway's. Aunt lives right next, yeah, my aunt lives right next to O'Hare. So she like is willing to drive me kind of. So it kind of works out a little bit. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's, okay. That makes a lot more sense. Then. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, exactly. But when it came to, to the flying process and everything like that, I mean, O'Hare is as busy as any airport. Yeah. Was that, um, I mean, this is still early on where there wasn't a whole lot known as much as younger people weren't at, supposed to be at risk when it, yeah. when we first found out about the coronavirus and everything. Was that a, a nerve wracking experience for you kind of getting your flight and everything? Yeah, definitely just, um, I mean, myself personally, I wasn't like too afraid just because um, as people kind of believed at the time, like people my age weren't really at risk, but just kind of coming home to my parents, I was more just a little nerve nervous, but um, they put, like I had 
gloves. I had a lot of like wipes and stuff to wipe down the plane. The airport itself wasn't too busy. Like it was kind of a time where some people were just like really kind of not going there. Um, mm. My flight though was actually like a full flight. So that oh, was kind of interesting. That. Yeah. So like the airport was pretty calm, but just then once I got on the flight, it was packed. Well, so good, good thing nothing else came from, from that. That's, that's the tra- yeah. and, then, and then there's other people now who are actually still traveling. It's, I don't yeah. know. I, I hope you don't have any friends that are out partying. No, definitely not. Trust me. I've made, made it clear that it's not smart. So. Good. Yeah. Well, but, so, yeah there are, are still some people. Them. I just, it's, it's mind blowing, but I agree. you said that you found out in a meeting. So did you guys yeah. find out before like the, the general public did? So we, not necessarily, I mean a little bit, I guess we found out um, that, so we had a meeting, we were going to have practice, we were going to have lift. And so we were all like prepared for that. We were kind of thinking, we knew like the possibility of not having fans, like we thought that was probably best case scenario for us. And then mm-hmm. the NBA got suspended and we just kind of, that really like hit us. We were like, okay, the chances of this like are getting smaller and smaller. So then there before right before practice and lift, they were like, okay, we just have to have a meeting. So then we were just like, okay, like it's not looking good. And we got an email from our athletic director saying the Big Ten as a whole is removing themselves from any NCAA or like spring and winter sports. So kind of like the Big Ten removed themselves before it was like all canceled. Mm-hmm. So we found out about that like before, like my fam- like family and just like um, as the general public, I- I'd say. And then okay. uh, a couple of days later, maybe, then she got like canceled it completely. So. Now, this would have been your first shot, right? Because as a freshman, you guys did not make it, correct? Yeah, would have been my first shot, yeah. yeah. Even yeah, it would have been my first shot for our seniors, too. So. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's the yeah. thing. I mean, those are the people that I think we all kind of think of in this process. Yeah. Is, I mean, how how have your seniors been? And I mean, I'm assuming you guys, the underclassmen had to kind of help them through the process as much as anybody. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's heartbreaking for everyone, but especially just knowing that they don't really get this opportunity again, because we kind of get a chance to do what we can do um, next year. But just kind of knowing that this was it, and they really, just because of also like the year we had, like finding out you played your last game after the fact is just heartbreaking for anyone. So I think yeah. we just kind of really had to like, just kind of be with them, um, obviously support them, whatever, like, feelings they were experiencing, but just kind of, well, we were, like, reassuring them, like, we'll still be together, we'll still do all this, and then it was hard, just because then we all kind of had to go our separate ways, too, so it's, like, we can't really be together either, which is difficult, just because you miss so much of that, like, social aspect, too. That's rough. Damn. Yeah. So, I mean, for you, did it, I mean, it all, all this stuff happened so fast. I remember when, when Gobert got tested positive and then as much as this has all felt like, you know, these past three plus weeks have felt like a year almost, uh, mm-hmm. Gobert, the, the whole Gobert thing all happened so quickly and everybody's getting canceled left and right, NCA in the yeah. course of things. Uh, when did it sink in for you? Like you're, this is the first, I mean, this is the first year for all of us that there's no March Madness, but you come from yeah. you two sisters who were playing college basketball and everything like that. Basketball's a big part of your life yeah. for your family and everything, sports in general. Yeah, definitely took a little bit just because you like, I don't know. I feel like you just kind of have this false idea that like sports, okay. Like a lot of things can go wrong. A lot of things can get canceled, but sports like March Madness, they wouldn't cancel that. So I think 
like you kind of had that like false mindset for a while that just like okay like this sporting event is invincible when it's clearly not and um obviously I think it was canceled for good reason but just kind of letting that sink in that like well, I mean we, we struggled to like keep the mindset that this doesn't take away from all that we accomplished this season so mm-hmm. because at the end of the day like this is what you're kind of competing for and this is what you put a lot of work in to like prove yourself in um in March and in March Madness so it was definitely difficult to just like keep the mindset that like try and kind of find a positive light in it and like see that all we accomplished is still valuable even though we weren't able to like compete with uh, compete for a national championship. So that yeah, was you know, difficult. But. You, yeah, you guys, I mean, especially you, your, yourself and your individual accomplishments, I do want to touch on that too. But I, I mean, you guys are the team from Northwestern that I care about the most. Uh, you can ask Coach Joe. I went to uh-huh. – didn't they do a story in the Tribune this year on the, the, the football team being super fans yeah. for you guys? <laughs> ask Coach Joe who was a super fan back in like 2010, <laughs> 2011. We used to go over all the games. So. All right, I definitely will. Yeah, ask him that. Um, but, I mean, you were – so you were what defensive player of the year, second team all Big Ten, led the, the conference in was it steals, right? You had a hundred, I think it was. Yeah. And then yeah, I mean, you you guys win the, the the conference. You guys in Maryland have a share of it and everything like that. What was it um, about this year as a sophomore? You know, what 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 were some of the differences for you that you kind of noticed that you feel helped you? have as much success as you did? I would say definitely just kind of the experience that I was able to get um, in my first year there, uh, just because kind of going in uh, as a freshman and getting like the starting role was, it was like an honor, um, definitely, but it was all new to me. I mean, college basketball is definitely different from high school basketball. You can't really um, prepare for that. So just kind of I think our WNIT run and just our really long season, um, my freshman year definitely helped experience-wise and like prepared me for my sophomore year. And I'd say just a confidence standpoint, I think seeing just kind of the hard work that I myself personally and just all my teammates have put in in the off season, just kind of really showing off um, throughout the se- season and seeing all the success that we were having, I think that allowed me to just um, – that kind of take on a bigger role and be confident in that role. Now, of course, you want to build on this into next year. Your whole team does having a great year and everything. But you guys train in the summer back at school usually too, right? Yeah. Has there been yeah. talk about what – I mean, what are you even doing for training right now to kind of – I know yeah. you need to rest and everything, but what, what, what are you doing right now for that? Yeah, no, it's definitely hard. Um, I mean, obviously all, like, the indoor gyms are closed right now. Um, I've been trying to run as much as possible, just kind of like anything to keep myself just sitting in bed, sitting on the couch all day, just like, so I've been going on runs, been doing some sprints, stuff like that. I've been going to parks outside, but they actually just zip tie the net, so you can't, I can't yeah. go to any, yeah. go to any parks that. now, so that's been difficult. Um, we were provided with some like kind of body weight lift. A lot of people don't have like weights and stuff like lifting equipment either which is difficult yeah so um our strength and conditioning coach had kind of provided us with a lot of body weight exercises like core exercises and stuff like that so I've been doing that as much as possible um and just kind of doing some ball handling drills outside whether it be in the street or just kind of on an outdoor court um anything possible to kind of keep myself going and keep my body used to what somewhat of what we could have been doing 
Wait, wait, so you're, you're telling me that your dad, you, you are legitimately the entire family full of athletes. You guys don't have a basketball hoop at your place? We don't. We used to. So when I, we were younger, I, we moved, I used to live in Hopkinton, um, okay. and we used to have two baskets, like everything. But now, our, like, we, have like a, we had a really long driveway back then, and we just like, had uh, so much space. And now we like, don't have that much space. Like, our driveway is like, not very big. And it's just kind of a busy like road I don't know it's not like great you can't really have a basketball hoop out here so it's gonna struggle but I think I might have to convince them to get one yeah you're gonna have (laughs) to put it in the street exactly you guys got one of my teammates actually did that and uh one of my teammates made them made her parents buy them a basket a little hoop (laughs) I may have to do that too well I mean because you look at the summer right I mean that that was my other thing is have they talked to you at all about what the plans are in terms of you coming back or is that just way too far down the line for them yeah, we actually don't totally know right now. Um, it's kind of up in the air. No one can really say anything positive um, or like for certain right now. We, we actually haven't canceled all of spring quarter yet or like we made it all remote yet. They're making that final decision April 17th, whether we just continue everything online or we may come back. But that would be in May now because mm-hmm. like the stay at home order just continues to get pushed back. Um, we're also actually supposed to go on our foreign trip this summer to Spain. Oh. Oh. It's not oh. looking. <laughs> so we, like, no one knows anything for sure right now. It's like kind of just complicated times. Um, we're just trying to communicate with each other as best as possible and see what happens from there. Oh, you guys are supposed to go to Spain? Did, were, yeah. were, you go, were you going to – I have no idea how close Madrid and Barcelona are. Are you going to either one of those or both? I feel like we were. I don't I don't know if it was, like, all laid out yet. I don't completely remember. But we were definitely going to make a few stops around there. So, I don't know what we're – Oh, man. And now it's crazy. That's awful. So, so then you're trying to – so then now you don't have classes. Wow. So Because so, there are plenty of them that – plenty of students that do have classes. So you don't have classes. Yeah. You can't. You can only really run and do body weight exercises. Uh, what else are you doing besides staying out of your parents' hair while you're yeah. at home? Yeah. Um. Well. Okay. So my brother's home too. He's at UCLA, so mm-hmm. he was on quarter systems as well. But oh. um, they actually made it all remote already. So I've been hanging out with him. You know, been doing some puzzles. Got a 500 piece puzzle the other day. So I've been working <laughs> on that. Um. You know, watching movies, watching Netflix just really trying to do something different as much as possible. But obviously my options are kind of limited, but yeah. Did you watch Tiger King yet? I have not heard a lot of good things. Should I watch yes. it? It is, it is your, your, your dad might be upset if I suggest it to you, <laughs> but I'm going to suggest it to you. It's okay. weird. It's strange. Okay. I've heard it, that though. It looks good though. You might as well. It's unlike anything, anything unlike anything. Yeah, I, th- I mean, there's some weird reality stuff out there, but this is, <laughs> Big cat All right, I'll give it a track. Anyways, Veronica, I appreciate you taking the time so much. Stay safe, stay healthy, and all this. Of course. Thank you so much. And now we switch over to Josh Bradenisi. Let's get it going. I just want to be all right with it. Yeah. So when Matt and I were talking about setting this up, he had nothing but glowing things to say about you. He says you're a dog in the on the court. Uh, you work your ass off in training, too. All the, Obviously, you've done well and everything. He said you're one of the most successful guys that – they have at BST. So just so you know, you come highly, highly recommended. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Is is Matt a good coach? 
Yeah, no, nah, I mean, I love playing with Matt. Matt's one of those energy guys. You know, he's always got, like, he always wants people to go at each other, you know. Um, he loves that. that, yeah. He always brings up Kobe Bryant. I know you guys talk about that on the show all the time, but he loves <laughs> people that just compete, like people that want to be the best, you know. So at workouts, awesome. he's always looking for that competitive edge to kind of exploit and say stuff about. So, so he brings up Kobe Bryant – uh, more during workouts, would you say, or more on the podcast? Because he comes up at least once a podcast, I would say. Definitely, no, yeah, definitely more on the podcast. But uh, at workouts, you know, if we're just if it's like a water break or something, he might come over and start talking about him. Uh, <laughs> but you no, know, yeah, I love, I love every time I see there's something in the podcast about Matt talking about Kobe, I gotta go in and listen. So yeah, well, love Matt's getting him fired up about it. He gets fired up over some of the. I mean. He just in this past episode, he gets fired up over some of the littlest things, but that's why I love him because he was, he's always been like that. Always been, always yeah. had that dog in him. But, mm-hmm. um, and like I said, he, he sees that in you and obviously you had a ton of success this year and you, over the course of your career, you were second team, all conference. You guys were uh, finished. You guys lost in the conference title game, but you were ranked, was it 15th? Right. Yeah. I think at the end of the season we were 15th, but at one point I think we even got up, we were at nine at one point in the season. So ranked nine nationally in all division two. And then you guys, as much as you, you weren't able to get, win the conference title, you guys were getting, you got a bid to the tournament. Was this your first time or had you guys been there before? My second year, we, we won our conference championship. We hosted the conference and we ended up, uh, winning in the championships, which got us a bid, but our record wasn't really that great. So we ended up being the eighth seed and playing the number one overall seed, LeMoyne. And we got – actually, it was a crazy story. Our, our starting point guard, Kylan Garrett, who was an All-American this year, a senior, he ended up – we actually ate at Ruby Tuesdays the night before, and Kylan has celiac disease. Uh, I don't know how uh, oh. real you are on celiac disease, but basically you can't eat gluten. And anything with gluten in it is all kinds of different things that have gluten in it, pretty much everything. We went to Ruby Tuesdays, and we think they might have gave him, like, some some actual pasta instead of gluten-free pasta, and he his stomach was not agreeing with it. He actually had to sit out, which forced a lot of our guys to go into different positions. Um, Kaysan Randolph, who plays overseas now, he had to go to the one and play a lot of the point guard spot. So we ended up getting – we get smacked by, like, 20 points against Lamar in the first round. So that was, that was my only other NCAA tournament appearance besides what would have been this year. Okay, so so big biggest takeaway from the podcast, no matter what we say going forward, is don't eat at Ruby Tuesdays. Then at least yeah. before before a big game, don't do that. Yeah, we used to we used to eat there all the time, but uh, I think coach kind of shied away from going there for the rest of our career. <laughs> oh, so so when you guys on the road, that's where coach would take you guys yes, every time. That was our that was our place. They oh, okay. the salad bar, so. Everybody's got a place. We had, um, I had Olive Garden in college. And I mean, okay, gotcha. I love Olive Garden. Can't go wrong there. Well, okay, let me ask you this. If you were, take away the, that whole experience. If you guys had continued to eat at Ruby Tuesday everywhere you went, do you think after college maybe you wouldn't go there again? Do you get a little <laughs> tired of it? I don't know. I like Ruby Tuesday. I think they got some good food. It's just, uh, it stinks that it had to happen to them, you know, that. That was the situation. I mean, I don't really know exactly what it was. It could have been cross-contamination, uh, which is like if they boiled the water in the same pasta right. as like regular pasta. It might not have actually been real pasta, but uh, that was just You're a much pasta. nicer man than me, though. You're, uh, that's, that's, that's the real <laughs> takeaway in all this. But, I mean, and that's why it's it sucks that you went through – you, you're going you and all the other college basketball players are going through this and and you know I talked to Veronica Burton who's from uh, Newton and she plays over at Northwestern but she's a sophomore so she mm. may have other chances to get there it still sucks for her sucks for her upperclassmen but 
I mean, she said it, you feel for the seniors and, and you're one of them. Um, yeah. When and you guys were right there, right ready to play your first game, you were playing against Stonehill. Where were we, do you know where you guys were? Were you already there actually? Yeah, we drove, we actually, we, so our school is based in Philadelphia and we drove all the way up to Bridgeport who was hosting the NCAA tournament for our region, which was about a three and a half hour ride. And then right when we got into the hotel, like literally like we were handing out the hotel cards to the players. They had gotten a phone call. I don't know if it was from Bridgeport or, you know what it was actually the NCAA division one tournament canceled first, I think. And then we kind of assumed that since they canceled all, all March Madness for Division One, we were like, there's no way we're playing. And then about like 20 minutes later, we were in coach's room going over some uh, film, I think, going Stonehill. And they announced that they were just canceling everything. So it was it was tough. It was def- that was a tough day. I, I, I can't even imagine. I mean, was it – when you found out, I mean, was it uh, – had you already kind of braced yourself for that possibility because they had taken away the fans at that point already for you guys too, right? You, like yep. you weren't going to be able to have family. I mean, Bill Ricca, Bridgeport, I mean, that's a reasonable drive, right? You were- yeah. We didn't really expect it to get completely canceled, I don't think. I think we heard the Ivy League canceled theirs. That was the first That was the first big step, I think, in this whole thing was the Ivy League canceled their conference tournament, and we're just going to allow the conference regular season champions to go to the NCAA tournament, which I believe for the boys it was Yale, and mm-hmm. for the women I think it was Princeton. And there was a lot of ruckus about players. And I, I honestly, I thought everybody was saying that, you know, this is crazy, like they should have done it differently. So I think based on everybody's reactions to that, I didn't think they were actually going to cancel our whole NCAA tournament. I thought they were like the no fans thing sounded like a good idea to me, but you know, this, it just blew up, I guess, you know, it's crazy how serious this is actually getting and just had to take the precautions. It definitely did the right thing, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of what they had to do. It just thinks that it had to be 2020 in you know, my senior year. So. Yeah. I mean, in, in, uh, I know when the, the Ivy league stuff first got canceled, our, our mutual friend known as Fennis Dembo's truth on Twitter was one of those vocal ones out there saying like, why did they jump to this conclusion? And I mean, in the end, I, the Ivy League kind of had it right. It was shock of the century. But yeah. w- with regards to canceling the, um, you know, not having uh, fans a lot at the game. I mean, I, I heard you were alluding to your dad. I mean, was it tough for your family to kind of see like, yeah, we're not going to yeah. be able to go and watch him play his last few games? No, yeah, that was definitely tough. My parents were avid fans of me. They they came to Philly all the time. You know, I I called them crazy. I wouldn't have done if I had my kids were playing in Philly. I would not have making the drive out as much as they did. But they were at every home game, every Philadelphia game. Um, they came even to most of the away games. The only times they didn't came, come is if they had a situation going on at work. So my mom and dad were at pretty much every single game my senior year. And like I said, I call them crazy. But you know, I, I always I'll always remember that that they came out to that, and you know, I was was will appreciate their support. Um, we had a couple games close to home this year, actually. Uh, I had a pretty big fan base up at uh, St. Anselm's, which was a really close, okay. tight game. And uh, we played at AIC the first few games of the year in an opening tip-off tournament that we got a pretty good crowd for in those two. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's not too far yeah. away. So- yeah, but it was definitely tough for my dad. My dad was not but that was not happy with the fans only thing. And it turns out they ended up canceling the whole thing anyway. So, man, at that point, it must've been like for them, just for you, like just a, a complete shock. Just, I mean, this is, this has been your life. I mean, this is, and I'm not yeah. trying to go and add to, it. I mean, I, I got, have you gotten over it at this point or, or accepted it? I guess maybe a better way to put it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it was really hard at first in that hotel room that night, me and Kyle were roommates and, 
no, it was hard just just to be even like in the same room as each other because we knew how like we both felt about it and it was tough. Um, but I think having my teammates there for me and knowing that these guys upcoming, how good they're going to be next year, and they're going to like they were talking to us about how you know we're going to get this championship for you guys next year, all that. So that kind of it brought me up a little bit. Um, but I mean, just knowing that I won't put on a Jefferson jersey again—that's that's what really hurts the most, I think, for sure. So, man, and and, and then you still have school and everything that you kind of got to go through and and kind of move forward as everybody else is. Are you guys doing online courses right now, or is that okay? Yeah, yeah, we're on, we're on Zoom. How's oh, that's yeah. Uh, yeah well, <laughs> it's it's yeah. not bad for interviews, but I can't imagine for classes that has been fun. Yeah, it's interesting. I definitely missed the in-class feel. I definitely didn't sign up for this, <laughs> but uh, the professors, I think, is or they're the ones who's having the they're having the hardest times, uh, especially professors that are all used to doing paperwork stuff. Like I have an accounting class where everything was tests were paper, nothing was online. He had to completely do like a 360 over spring break and figure everything out and how he was going to do this. So um, it's definitely been a tough transition, and my. Uh, Jefferson just announced they're actually going to do the pass-fail trend, which has been going on in a lot of schools now, which is students paid for in-class in-class situations, and a lot of them are struggling with this whole transition. So they're mm-hmm. just allowing students to do the pass-fail option for this this semester, and I guess whatever semester comes with the coronavirus in the future. So yeah, hopefully it doesn't extend into the falls for for the, yeah, it could it could we don't know yet. It's crazy. We don't know, and I mean, when it comes to what you're going to be doing going forward and everything, were you planning on continuing trying to continue your playing career afterwards, you know, overseas or anything like that, or um, how's how has this impacted your, you know, looking towards real life, real world situation? I definitely want to play in the future. Um, this summer was going to be a big summer for me. Uh, as far as like workouts go and trying to get seen and playing in front of agents, getting to as many camps as I could for anything that would open up for me overseas or, you know, whatever, whatever kind of opened up. So I think, you know, now with this coronavirus, a lot of these camps are getting canceled. Um, A lot of agents are reluctant to reach out now because they're not sure when their seasons are going to start back up. So as far as right now goes, we got the high, my, my coach made my highlight tape. It's on YouTube um he's sending out to agents as much as he can uh these camps are they're reaching out to me they're trying to figure out um what they're doing and how they're going to be able to go about this I think they just pushed back the dates that they initially had but I don't even think they're 100% sure whether or not they're going to be able to go through with it at at those future dates because of the whole whole virus it's just it's insane so with your training then too that's obviously another important part of it i mean i know you can't go around shooting around in parks and stuff because you got people who are going in crowds and now they've had to lock down rims and everything like that are you still able to do anything at all i mean yeah i got a hoop we got a hoop in the backyard a little pavement um so i get out there and i try and shoot around so everybody go to josh's house that's where you go to to train (laughs) no 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 we don't want that we don't want that just (laughs) that's just for me me and my brothers (laughs) i try to get out there i try to run stay in shape those are really the main two things i can do right now that's about it i can't no live competition which is like the most important thing i feel like yeah you can't replicate game reps there's no there's nothing like it you can do your best but it's not it's not the same having a defender on you is like going around cones and stuff so in the, I mean, obviously you miss not being able to play. I mean, and, and, and you hope, and I hope you are able to extend past, um, you know, your career past this and everything like that. Cause that would at least 
I would hope make the sour ending a little bit more bearable. But when you look at everything else that you've gone through, uh, everything else has been taken away from you, excuse me. What's the, I don't know, I guess the strange, like one thing you never really realized you took for granted in the course of all, because everybody realizes now it's like, you know, not having games, not having sports, none of that. It's like, this was a luxury we've had. And now it's like, see ya. I think the one thing I'd, if I had to go back in school, uh, you know, the one thing that I think kind of kept me going from my freshman year, you know, not playing as much and um, having, I mean, I didn't, I, I, had a, I guess my teammates really, seeing my teammates, it's like my freshman year, I came to Philly. I didn't know what it was going to be like. I didn't know what school was going to be like. I just kind of threw myself out there and my teammates were like, were there my freshman year. My teammates were there to pick me up. They were there to introduce me to new people, help me with classes. Um, things like that uh into my sophomore year it was the same thing it was like there was one constant thing every single year at school that you know kept me going and that was definitely having my teammates around and I think this year you know we talked about it a little bit in the locker room and about the end of the year uh some of the younger guys they said that they've never been on a team where they felt like they actually liked everybody on that team where they felt like like they generally liked them. Like they always felt like there was like one outcast at some point or another, but they said this year was the year where they felt like they actually generally liked everybody and everybody got along well. And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of like, those are the conversations that we had that I'm just going to remember for the rest of my life when I look back at it. And I definitely took it for granted uh, being able to see those guys every day uh, for four years. So whether they were only there for a year or two years or whatever it was, but that's the part I'm going to miss the most for sure. This is why I wanted to try and talk to some some players, some college players, because that is, that's, I mean, the, the, you guys deserve a better ending. You at least deserved a shot in the course yeah. of it all to go against the Stonehill. And how did you? I mean, they were the they were six and you guys were three. I mean, how did you like that matchup? By the way, looking back at it. Well, if, looking at film, I thought uh, I thought we had a pretty good shot. I thought our matchups matched up well. I thought our bigs matched up well against them. Um, I thought Kylan had a pretty good matchup with their point with their guards and stuff like that. I thought I thought we had a good chance. I thought we were going to win in the first round. I thought second round uh, we were going to play the winner of St. Thomas Aquinas and Dominican. And Dominican was a team that beat us in the championship, so we were really like hoping to get a second shot at them. We really wanted to get that opportunity, mm-hmm. uh, trying to knock them out of their the NCAA tournament after they knocked us out of the conference. So, you know, it's kind of like what can you do? I guess it's, we just we wanted that opportunity. And yeah. just got taken away from us. Man, I'm, tough. I'm so sorry you're going through that. How how has um to to end this maybe on a on a nicer note? How's it being back home with your family? And you said you have brothers. Yeah, I have uh, four brothers. Only three of them live at home now. Okay, so what's that? What's it been like being with them pretty much every day? I don't know what only childs do in situations <laughs> like this in quarantine because I. I'm with my little brother all the time. We're playing video games together, things like that. Uh, it's keeping me sane in here. And my parents, too, obviously. They're having them around and talking to them. But I just feel for only child in situations like this right now, not having uh, anything to do with or any people to like, do anything with. It's definitely got to be tough. My brothers, are, they're the main reason that make this uh, quarantine a little easier for me. So, so are, you two, are you 2K guy, or what do you, what's your game that you play? Yeah, 2K. Uh, Fortnite, Call of Duty. Fortnite. Did any, you hear about shooting games? Did you hear about Perks Kid and what he did with Fortnite? Apparently. No. 
He apparently spent 16K on Fortnite skins and whatever else it is you you guys buy on there. Yeah, he was not happy. He was not happy. I can imagine. I can imagine. That's it's like not even like necessities either. You don't really need skins to play the game. You can just 16K is that's outrageous. I don't even know how to spend 16K in in, in, in that short period of time. I mean, it's ridiculous. But um, are you, I asked Matt this and he said, hell no. Are you going to be watching the 2K tournament with the players involved? Like, oh, you are. Absolutely. Yeah. I got to see who can really play. I think uh, from what I've heard, Trey Young is like a fan favorite, I think, in 2K. I think he's got, he's pretty good. So is that the guy you're picking to win? Uh, if I had to, I guess, because that's really the only one I've heard about. I don't really know who else really plays 2K like that uh, as far as the NBA goes. So it'll be interesting to see, though. I definitely want to see uh, kind of their reactions and everything. I think 2K really gets on my nerves sometimes. Uh, the transition the passing is unbelievably terrible. It's ridiculous. The transition passing, um, just like the what, what shots go in and what shots don't. Sometimes like you'll come down and you'll have a lot of them and it'll miss. And then the mm-hmm. guy will come down and shoot like a fadeaway contested three and it'll go in. It's like, geez, I can't, I, it just, it makes me turn the game off sometimes. Like it's I, angry. I, I was playing it quite a bit earlier on in the, um, in the season. And then at one point I was just like, man, I just cannot figure out the shooting. It's good. I, it, honestly, it's comforting to know. So thank you. That other yeah. people <laughs> get pressure with the shooting. It doesn't, that's it, a, I think that's what I'm excited to see the most in this little tournament. I think I'm excited to see some of the reactions of the players of, uh, when they get screwed over sometimes. So that should now be, we were trying to figure this out in the course of things. Is it, is it, do you know if it's one-on-one or if guys are using their teams? Have you seen anything? Uh, about that? I don't know what, I haven't heard anything about that. No, I don't think it's definitely not one-on-one. They'll okay. probably, I mean, I know what we do. Like when, when my team plays 2k, we do three randoms, which is right. you go to the thing, you get you randomized teams to three times and you pick the, the, the best of what you got. And if you don't get it, you get a fourth, and you can you have to be that team if you do the fourth. So, do or die. Pick, I don't know. Right? It would be it would be interesting to see if they do that too. I don't I don't know. Like, like uh, I'm trying to think of like somebody who's playing who's on like a stacked team. I guess is anybody from like the Lakers playing? Like I feel like if you get the Lakers, you're definitely at an advantage over like if somebody. I don't think so. I wonder that. if they're gonna. That, that's the one thing about Durant that I'm. If they're using teams and they use their own teams. Is Durant going to be allowed to use himself on the Nets because he's right? That's true hurt. too. Yeah, I would assume not. I mean, I mean, that's that's if you're if you're doing a two K tournament now, just because you're you are a player in the NBA, you wouldn't be able to play with yourself. I guess so it's it's interesting. One would think. I don't know, but I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm going to watch some of it at least. I don't know. No, Matt, yeah, Matt's, I'm definitely going to tune in. Yeah. Matt's too much of an old man sometimes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to see if uh if they got the caliber if they could beat me and some of my teammates to see what they got. There you go. Josh, I really appreciate you taking the time. Good luck with everything, and we'll be uh, following you down the line. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. What it do, baby? Yeah, you already know. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be all right with it. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Hey, I got no resolutions, I'm just hoping for some.
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.